Welcome back for another episode of Talk to Tatiana. And today um, I'm talking to myself a little bit. Um, so this is just a informational content episode. And um, I wanted to talk about kind of the progress, the, the world, the peace, and the war a little bit. Um, I wanted to make my stand known um, to you and um, I wanted to to talk about how and why a war in 21st century is unacceptable. And I know that we've had and have wars going in the um, uh, Afghanistan and other countries of the Middle East um, all the time, and we shouldn't be ignorant of that. Um, we should all see and remember that there are still people suffering and dying there as well civilians, um, people who have nothing to do with, with the war. Um, and I believe that the war could have been avoided that it's, it's currently going on in the Ukraine and it's unacceptable that there are civilian, um, casualties and suffering all around, um, happening in 2022. It shouldn't be this way. We are all civilized people. We've gone in less than a hundred years, we've gone from actually in about 70 years, right? Since World War II, um, we've gone from having no light, no electricity in the early 20, uh, 20th century to artificial intelligence and, and, um, rockets flying and, and internet from satellite and all different different kinds of developments, we know better than to invade other countries. And the United States has had has played its part too. We somehow feel that we are obligated to interfere in every country of the world and that they should follow our dem democracy um, the way we see it. But um, that's another conversation and uh, I stay out of politics and news in general, but, um, in the 21st century, we should not have wars like the one in Ukraine. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable that simple people are suffering. Um, and it's unacceptable all around. Um, the Ukrainian people are under siege and they're suffering. They're, um, getting hurt and, killed and it's awful it's just awful to see and to hear and we can ignore it but um i think that ignorance is even worse than than that um i am originally from belarus and i grew up in a country where uh president was elected initially in 1994 but then has been reelected, quote unquote, ever since. And so I think 2022 is his 28th year in power. It's going to be 30 years in two years. And that's a whole generation of people that grew up without knowing anybody else. Similarly, uh, Russia is a little bit of a less of a um, track record, but still um, the president, the vice president have combination have been in power for 22 years now. 
that's a long time. And I had an argument with a friend of mine just um, when the war started. Um, and I said that the, it has nothing to do with the fact that the president of Russia has been in power for 22 years. But I actually changed my mind. I think it does have to do with that because he's been used to um, whatever money stat status perks, whatever comes with it. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of corruption. He's been used to that for a number of years. And um, I think it's really hard to let go once you have that power. Um, and I don't know what would any of us do in that position if we had that power all of a sudden and what we would do with it under the umbrella of supporting and protecting Russian people. But a lot of Russians don't actually support him. Many, many Russians don't want to invade Ukraine. Many soldiers were tricked into going for um, exercises and were actually thrown into the war and told to fight. And what happens if you say, I don't want to fight? Well, what happens is you go to jail. <laughs> so it's a very, very complicated situation. Um, but the bloodshed of civilian people should not be happening. It should not be happening in the 21st century. Just for showing the world that you have the balls, kind of, you know. So it's very, very sad. And my heart is really with the regular people that are suffering. And here's, here's another thing. Many sanctions, not all, but many sanctions will to, against Russia will also affect regular Russian people who don't support the war. Russians don't support the war. The soldiers that are told to go, um, some of them I've seen videos, some of them definitely look like they're enjoying it, but many of them don't. Many of them are afraid for their life. They don't want to die. Many of them are young 18-year-olds, I mean, 18-year-old kids. And so it's really a very difficult situation, but I wanted to record this episode for you to let you know that I stand for peace. And you know that movie, Miss um, Congeniality, where at the end, Sandra Bullock actually says, I really do want world peace. I really do want world peace. There's nothing, really nothing that tops that on my priority, priority list. World peace, health, safety, and, you know, for, for our family and kids would be second, for our families and kids and loved ones are second, and then everything else. Then the goals, the perks, the cars, the houses and everything else that comes way down on the list because first and foremost, we need to live in a society of peace and freedom. Um, and I believe that without the war, business is the only way to have that freedom, to have the freedom of time, to have the freedom of money, to build the life that you want to build. Small business is the way. 
but if you've ever heard or seen about Maslow's theory, hierarchy of needs, you know that physical safety and health and, and needs are the cornerstone of life. And you can't think about impacting the world if you can't, um, you don't have food to eat or, um, or your health is really deteriorating or whatever. So um, Mother Teresa said that once, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, but um, she said that um, I'm not, never going to go for an anti-war rally. And I agree with that. I think that our thoughts are material and are, they are important. And Mother, Th- Mother, Mother Teresa also said, you know, if you have a pro-peace rally, I will go for it. And I totally agree with that. I am pro-peace. I have peace in my, in my mind. I have thoughts and prayers for peace only. Because there's nothing more important than peace. And in the 21st century, we should not have a war like that. We should not have hate like that. Remember that also since 2014, when the Crimea was taken, when Donetsk and Luhansk, I'm not sure how to pronounce those in English, but those areas were um, declared their independence and, and et cetera. Remember that there, there were people left there who didn't want to be there, who, who've lived in the war for eight years, who were labeled traitors by their relatives who couldn't get out, who still can't get out of those areas and live in the Ukraine or live somewhere else. There is a lot of information and there's a lot of misinformation, but there's also a lot of ignorance. And I think that knowing as much as you can, knowing the facts and questioning the facts, um, because sometimes facts are not presented properly, is important. But the bottom line is, Regular people, civilians, should never suffer the consequences of this bold measuring contest between NATO and Russia, because we all know that Russia has bigger balls than NATO, as, as, as difficult as it is to say, but it's the truth. And somehow, somewhere, we're all afraid of the nuclear war, we're all afraid of losing our life. And that's what this is about, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that way in the world where there is electric car, self-driving cars, where there is um, automated everything, where there is artificial intelligence. It shouldn't exist in this world. Should There's no place for this war in this world. Um, and so um, I actually have a group of women that, um, in, in my region that I know personally that are helping specific people, um, who are trying to get out of the Ukraine or, or whatever, um, maybe to get to buy food to eat or something. And so, um, they're helping specific people. So it's not just, you know, Red Cross, you donate and your money, is spent on salaries to CEOs. Um, it's actually 
um, to help to specific people that need help. And so they're verified people, meaning they either contact this, these three women that have organized, organized this, um, collection of funds or they, um, um, they reach out because let's say someone's relatives or a distant relative or, or a friend needs help and they know they need help. So if you feel, um, like you want to help, help regular people, um, be healthy and fun, you know, there's so many wounded, there's so many people, um, killed. It's honestly unbelievable and un incomprehensible. But, um, if you want to help reach out and I'll introduce you to this, they're, they're forming a fund to raise funds for specific people. I know there's a ton of Ukrainian funds, but I don't know those. And I don't know whether or not the money will actually go to the people. The problem is that um, the post-Soviet countries are very corrupt and so, and very underdeveloped in terms of electronic payments and et cetera, et cetera. And so um, when I know specific people helping specific other people, I'd rather donate to that because that's where my help, my money will actually matter. Um, as opposed to donating to this one big fund and, not knowing whether your money actually made a difference at all or not, or maybe just some um, bureaucrat got it and bought themselves a plane to get out of the Ukraine, you know? And so um, if you have questions or support, I would love to hear from you. Uh, if you want introduction to this fund, I know it um, GoFundMe right now takes two to seven days to approve new um, new fund collections, and so that's why there it's in the process. But by the time this um, this episode releases, hopefully, um, it will already be live. So uh, hit me up on Instagram, um, DM, or um, whatever, and I'll give you uh, the link, the information to donate. I myself um, will be donating as soon as they get it up and running. Uh, they're already helping and sending funds and, and et cetera in the Ukraine. They're ordering things and, and shipping it to people and things like that. Although it's um, less of a an effective way because um, shipping doesn't work um, as well in the in wartime. So um, on another note, March is Women's History Month. And so I'm doing a lot of interviews and a lot of a TV appearance to talk about women and how and why it's important to support women and to, for women to start businesses and change people's lives, including their own. And, um, I'm also running a number of promotions, uh, for the book and book resources. Your book resources are available for download on the book page, rainboldbook.com. But, um, also, uh, in the month of March, we have some surprises and, and, a, and a raffle um, that's going to close at the end of the month. In order to participate in the raffle, you have to have bought the book from Amazon and um, left a review. And there's a form to submit that will be sent out through my mailing list. If you're not on my mailing list yet, you should sign up. Um, go to tatianasoyer.com or talk to tatiana.com and sign up for the mailing list. You will see the form there and you will be entered into the, um, into the, um, 
male sequence. Uh, and um, you will get the notification once the bonuses release. It's really hard to focus um, this week because of the war that's going on every day. Um, we live our life, you know, we want a bigger car, a better car, better, bigger house, but people are actually fighting for their lives and it's really hard to concentrate. So a little more, more of the pauses this, this episode, a little more of the uh, impromptu um, episode, but um, Women's History Month, we, women supporting women, women empowering women, I believe in that because we as women are often really held back um, and hold ourselves back from starting something or afraid or doubt ourselves or whatever. And so I really want to support women out there and that's why I wrote the book and um, really that's why I um, am doing the work that I'm doing because I support women. So keep an eye out for the mailers. Every Sunday, there's an email going out. And this month, um, every email will have a free resource for you. And this, uh, this Sunday, the email will come out with, uh, with a few additional resources that are available to you for free. And um, so go and sign up and follow me on social media. And I'll talk to you next episode. Next week, we're actually going to have a celebratory episode with Jennifer Kemp. She's very, very cool. Um, I met her personally at an event and she's amazing. And she agreed to do an interview with me, um, which we're recording this week. And it will be released to you next week. But Jennifer Kemp is, has worked with some of the biggest brands in the United States. She um, is really amazing at branding. She really is amazing at smelling money in the business. and. Um, funnels and and really phenomenal phenomenal um woman i can't wait to to record an interview with her and can't wait to share it with you all right my friend i'll talk to you next week and hopefully by then there'll be peace in the world all right let's all pray for that talk to you soon